Oh well. Hey. Despite being the son of a bitch that's betrayed us so many times. I mean, truly. Okay, so I've learned a horrible thing, thing, which is apparently there's two separate kinds of Girl Scout cookies, and some people live with what I would argue are the objectively shittier versions of the Girl Scout cookies. Um, People who live in, like, parts of Texas, parts of California, Nevada, some of the states up there, the one that looks like a mitten that I think is Michigan. Um, some of these other states, I don't know the names of. I, I'm pretty sure we've gone into how bad my... Um, apparently, I got really lucky with being able to buy the good ones in New Jersey, because literally, it's like, where I live and a little bit of up north is blacked out, or did live. Um, northeast corridor is pretty much all the good Girl Scout cookies. Um, except for Rochester and Boston, because nothing good ever happens in Boston. Um, That's so true. But that's so fascinating. I was like, I literally didn't realize there were different, like, there's apparently, like, there's this, the little brownie bakers is the ones that are the ones that we get from near where we live. And then apparently there's the ABC bakers ones. And the ABC bakers ones are bastards because they don't have chocolate coating on their thin mints. And so they might as well just go ahead and fucking die. Well, I don't like thin mints, so this well, doesn't I matter I understand that, but from an objective standpoint of people who are correct about thin mint opinions, if it doesn't have the chocolate coating, it might as well not fucking exist. Wait, I have a couple things I need to introduce the audience to. Number one, whatever the fuck happened to the recording that we did for 710 a couple days after it aired, it's dead. All I have is the opening bit, which is just Ari reviewing Legends Arceus. I mean, we Um, can put that up, I guess, because, uh, like, listen, I'm sure it was a very good and thoughtful review of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, I guess you guys can have that as a bonus edition. Um, Um... um show got canceled like this is it's gonna be a little weird because this Anywho, is happening in the present remember we'd send okay. him up with an old pirate um, also tim is watching rick and morty unironically oh you're gonna let him right fucking do that in, in the house where you on the street where you live oh, my god god chubby is glaring at the computer she fucking knows chubby uh, only watches like chubby, the, my fucking cat loves to watch what is she doesn't really give a shit about what we're watching. She fucking loves Skate the Infinity, and I think it's just because it was very bright and colorful and like moved very fast because she really liked the opening. Um, Chubby is a matcha blossom. I was also about to say, my cat is a fucking Fujoshi. She liked Persona 5, I think, for the same reason of very fast, very bright colors. Um, but but like problematic Chubby, problematic Chubby. But, like, yeah, it's weird to, I guess, be, well, two things. One, I literally remember fucking all about what happened in this goddamn episode. You're going to have to refresh me. Two, it's weird to be recording a totally new episode for this because it's like, I don't want to take the entire, we're going to do a retrospective because at this point, they're going to. So the finale, which I do still have, thank whatever, is I still have that. So that will be a blast to the past because I think we recorded that in late March, early April. Yes, we recorded that before we knew it was getting canceled. This is going to be the only episode of Legends in Review. So I guess it's kind well, of a weird we also have to re- We have to re-record next week's as well. Um, Aren't we just crashing these all together? I mean, I'd like to post this tomorrow. Okay, then never mind. But also, I mean, we could go on, but, like, I just had my booster, so I'm... You're going to have to, yeah, then we're going to have to do it, like, real quick then, because I'm literally 10 days, and then I'm not going to be able to do shit for God knows how long, so... um, Yeah, also, Ari now has actual scheduled top surgery. Which is very exciting. 
Um, but yeah, I. It's weird to, I guess, be going into this. So I guess this and the other episode of like, oh, last episodes of the only episodes of this of this where we're, I guess, going to record where they're canceled. And since we are going to do a retrospective because they're going to have to bury mm-hmm. episodes of this podcast with Phil Clemmer when he dies, like the Pharaohs yeah, do. Yeah. But like, so I don't want to take up too much time about it being canceled. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to pretty much have the whole retrospective for that. But, you know, let me just say from the bottom of my heart, Lamau, Lamafau. I mean, I just think it's um, so funny that they that like Kato fully admitted to basically doing the David Lynch thing and lost. Um everybody getting employed except Katie. Like it is very funny. Um and the honest answer is it's really not their fault. Like it's like a thing where it's like if the CW hadn't been changing hands, they probably would have been at least allowed at least one more season. Oh yeah. Um, but with what money? I, you know, but that's the thing is that's never really been a problem for the CW before. They were always running on kind of a deficit. And my honest answer is I don't think the CW should have had to cancel all of its shit to begin with because America fucking needs weird, stupid, like, we joke a lot about, and again, I don't want to talk, again, this is mostly retrospective, but I'll say this much. We joke a lot and dunk a lot about the show, but I'll say it is at least nice. I would watch all of these seasons except for part of season two and most of season six over any single Marvel television show. Any day of the that's true. Week, that's true. I would no. I didn't watch most of season six. Yeah, like I could handle most of season six. Probably half a season two, where I'm like, all right, Jesus Christ, this got too bad. But like overall, like it's genuinely a thing where it's like, you know what? For all of the shows, many, 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 many flaws, I would a hundred percent rather something weird and unpolished and kind of crappy but trying its fucking best and clearly not written for any one human being in particular, but also incredibly passionately weird than like something that has all of its edges smoothed off and was made by someone whose creative energy begins and ends with like focus groups. I, you know, so there is that very true, which is so interesting because I would feel like the legends fandom that is left that is trying to get this show renewed is so very much like, what show were this is the show apparently they were watching yeah and i guess you know again you take you take a lot admittedly and i think we've talked about this before we talk about criticism it's hard to be right about everything it's hard to be right about everything not that that's ever stopped us but um hold on sorry i'm i'm watching i'm watching mia do pasta i will also say i do want to say i i want to say just one really shady thing really quickly for it um, just need a little ladleful of the water into the sauce. Just put it in the jar. Make sure the jar lid is open before you pour boiling hot water under the counter. One step at a time. Sorry, hold on. Now, now this is utterly incredible. I just because I'm in the middle of recording, and so I was like, "Love of my life, if you could please just do uh, the I uh, what I would argue is maybe the most basic of human meals, aside from mac and cheese. How what are you holding that ladle like? You don't have to hold it from the top of the fucking ladle. You hold it the way you would hold a baseball bat. Don't pick it up at the tip. What the fuck are you doing? All right, all right, all right. You don't need a ton. You don't need a ton. You don't want to water the sauce down. Less than a ladle full. Okay. Oh, well, that doesn't make me feel better. All right, put the lid back on. Shake it up. No, put the lid back on the... The the lid. The lid. All right, now shake it up a little. That is the most pussy ass fucking shaking of anything. Put the hand, twist it, 
twist the fucking lid to the seal is closed again, then put your hand over the lid. Look at me. Look at how I'm doing it right now with my hands. Like you're shaking a martini. Like that. Yeah. Now shake it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Okay. All right. All let's right. rip this bitch apart. But so, okay. I'm trying to get audio. Hey, hey, number one Sasuke fucker. You missed something important. If Brandon were from New York, he would serve cunt. Oh, okay. Why are you specifically coming for me? I have done nothing. So welcome to Legends in Review. In terms of the two of us, I'm definitely nicer to Phil for the most part. I feel like you're the one who called him a goblin that one time. I'm just... <laughs> So put the hand on the line! <laughs> I don't fucking, it's not gonna fucking burn you! You'll live! Alright, shake, give me, just give me, give me the jar! Bring the jar over here! Just give me the fucking jar! <laughs> just let it fucking do it! This is high quality. This is a high quality right. television. There we go, perfect. Now all the sauce, or most of the sauce, is washed off the sides of the jar, and it's the starchy pasta water, so dump that back into the other sauce, and then follow the other instructions. We we did. I just want to say for the record, I I am not. I we went over this step by step about twenty minutes ago. So this is not me like trying to make them learn how to do this on the fly. We did go over this in my defense, <laughs> and they're doing a good I'm, job. I've just never seen someone shake a jar like that. <laughs> what? Like you can stir it with a spoon if you want. It's already mixed. You don't want to say, it's a, don't say it like we're putting what like it's just a little bit of fucking pasta water. This is different. All right, now put what the fuck is happening over there? I am literally asking for the most basic of tasks to be completed. Put the oven mitts on if the pot is too hard to hold. If it's too hot, put the fucking mitts on. What they're there for? <laughs> Mike sandblasting one specific part of my arm for the last five minutes, and I don't know why. Now you bring it over, and now you tip the pot into the strainer. Not the whole thing. Tip the water into the strainer. The pasta will fall out into the strainer. That's fine. Uh, Phil, put some soap and water in the pot once it's been drained, just so it, you know, the, the starchy stuff doesn't get on it and get it all gross. And then just put the pasta, once it's drained, back into the pot with the sauce in it. Mix it up so it coats the pasta evenly. So in case any of the listeners, if we're, I don't even know if we're keeping this bit in. <gasps> what? Was we're keeping it all in. Okay. What noise was that? How? Okay. Anyway. Fucking high quality. In case anyone else wanted to know how to make pasta. All right. There you go. Tip it in real gentle. <laughs> don't want anything to splatter, obviously. <laughs> this is the weirdest way to learn how to cook pasta. But again. I didn't even make you make pasta sauce because I knew that was going to be a whole fucking to do. It's not actually that hard. See? Or... Well, don't do that, incidentally. Ow, god damn it. Cat. Okay, now take the spoon and stir the... Yeah, you're totally fine. That's what I told you to do because you don't want to get starch. Um... But yeah, and then you can just serve it out of the pot if you don't feel like making a bowl. Like, you know, if you have family coming over or some shit, you can put it in a bowl, I guess. And now I guess I'm just doing it for the benefit of whoever's listening. You can put it into a bowl, but since it's just the two of us, who gives a shit?
Um, just now, I really want pasta. Right? What were we watching last night? We oh, we were watching that fucking. We were watching the um, the menu thing, and I was like, I want cheesy breadsticks so fucking bad. Like we, I I have been to Pizza Hut less than five times in my life, and I don't even really think of it as pizza. Pizza Hut breadsticks slap. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, they're just basically like a a a a fluffy. That's why the bazone was so good because it has the breadstick seasoning on it. Yes. Oh yeah, and like, listen, I love stuffed crust pizza. It's truly, I think, maybe the most beautifully American. Like, we have all these goddamn cheese caves, and we're giving you guys fucking cheese. Just put fucking cheese on goddamn everything so you can get that tax deduction. And it's like, okay, I guess. Um, it might be hard to serve the pasta with a wooden spoon. You're probably gonna want. Try not to use the ladle for it because metal on the pot was not good for it. Um, just grab a plastic spoon, throw it into some. Uh, Parmesan and Pecorino Romano are both in the fridge. God damn it! I, if I bought Parmesan cheese, I wouldn't be in this situation. Oh, what's wrong? Ow, sir. A situation of me wanting pasta and not having anything to make pasta. I mean, except pasta. Yeah. No, I get you. Because then we were sitting there, and I'm like, motherfucker! And somebody was like. There's apparently like mozzarella stuffed garlic knots, and I'm like, fuck, I want those so bad. Like, I, I will, we're probably gonna have to order Pietro's at some point. Next. Him? We have sauce, but like, what's the point without cheese? You do need at least a little cheese in it. It's the worst. So it's like, yeah, have like, I had farina. Yeah. I might make mac and cheese or something and just see. That's also good because that's sort of. But, okay, here's why we're here. Here's what matters. Um, I just want to say, like, I mean, I guess we should, should we save all the Legends billboard stuff? Ebscone, Sarkeesian effect, Legends. I feel like let's leave everything post-cancellation for the retrospective, because the retrospective will also partially be, I guess, covering the, you know, the immediate aftermath of the cancellation. That makes sense. Legends, Zine, Yowie Bucks, Baku Deku Dollars. I absolutely love that we got real life Yowie books. I mean, because it's also a thing where it's like, listen, I genuinely I'm like on one level, part of my brain is like, it's a stupid fucking Twitter poll. But if anything, it's interesting seeing where those generational sale. Kiri Baku votes never cast. Never, won. never voted. Like, I do think it's very funny watching people take it very seriously. But it's also very interesting seeing where like certain fandom. um, Where like. It almost feels like there's like gaps in sort of generations. And honestly, if you had asked me most iconic Yowie ship, I would have never said Kawashin. I feel like that's partially just because a bunch of people glommed onto it after the Netflix. Um, it re- didn't. They should be punished. Well, it's just one of those things where it's like, I mean, one on one level, it's like probably should have said iconic. Sli- it's one of those weird things where it's like, if it's, if it's Yowie, fi- like it seems like. A problem I've had, and this I'm going to tie this back into something that's technically relevant to whatever the fuck we talk about on here, which is the problem with a lot of online discourse is when you're in a formal debate, like a debate team kind of debate, the terms that you are using and their definitions are agreed upon before the start of the debate. So, for example, if you're debating whether or not pizza counts as a vegetable, you're probably going to talk about what the fuck constitutes a tomato. And so if one person considers a tomato a fruit and the other person considers tomato a vegetable, you guys are just going to spin your wheels and you're never going to get fucking anywhere. So before the debate happens, there has to be a generally agreed upon. Did you just put all the rigatoni in there with the spoon that I told you that was going to be useless? Why would you make the work harder for yourself? Oh, okay. That's fair. I thought we had a couple. Yes, absolutely. Turn off the burner.
What do you mean you didn't turn off the burner before? The food was okay. Whatever, whatever. There's not the slow. The slotted spoons are fine. The sauce is thick enough. It's not gonna. Uh, whatever. It's already done. Hi, Chubby. My cat came over to say hi. Anyway, um, meow, meow. So, hold on. I'm gonna see if you can catch her bird. Bird. Um, because she purrs really loud. I want to see if the mic would grab it. Um, I can't hear it. I'm sorry. Damn it. Um, I thought that'd be fun, but in any case, um. So the terms, like, everyone either has to agree that the a tomato constitutes a vegetable instead of a fruit, or we're not having a debate. On the internet, there's literally zero way to do this. And so you get people arguing over what the fuck a yaoi ship would even do, what, like, then you're like, then you have people who are like, why are live action ships on this? Is this supposed to be a yaoi pole? And they're like, this is just a general MLM ship um fucking pole and it's like all right well then why'd you call it yeah we pull and so on and so forth and so we end up with people getting mad about stuff that doesn't really matter in the long run but it's sort of endemic of a larger issue of like you no one has ever agreed on the meanings of the words they're using use your whoa 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 whoa. hey mia use a spoon or your hands that's that's how you dump half the half the fucking parmesan into the bowl don't sprinkle it from the thing unless it's got, like, a shaker lid, sweetie. It's okay. I mean, listen, more cheese is always good, but you don't want to dump the entire, fu- like, with the salt. Yeah, don't do that. Just grab, like, a, a spoon, and, like, two spoons should be enough. No big... You're good. I just was like, I was like, wait, no, I have to, stop. I have to save you. Um, But it is a thing where it's like, yeah. The only funny outcome of all of this was that Reagan and Sands killed the queen. Other than that, I don't really fucking care about any of this because... I mean... But how? But how good was it? It was so fucking good. I mean, it was so nice to again another and and a very. Actually, is so it nice. not perhaps peak that we have to then we have to re recap the episode that talks about the Archduke Franz Ferdinand? Oh, that's this one. Oh, okay, then yeah, all right. When the Queen of England is dead, and you know what's so funny is people who are doing like retro, like we, where were you when we were on the ground? You know, where were you? What's on the fucking when... ground, baby? I know. I'm sorry. I know we said we said that save this for the retrospective, but I do have to say this out loud because it does tie into something we're going to talk about with Spooner. I mean, not really, but I basically, say, wait. I want to say congratulations to my partner. Despite all of what you just heard, they did a very good job of putting it together. Yay, Mia! Oh yeah, Mia. I just want to make sure that nobody got the wrong idea. Sorry. Continue. Um, those motherfuckers have raised thirteen thousand dollars. For their stupid, for their stupid billboards. And here's the thing, Miss Major, just as a contrast, is a fucking founding mother of why you have rights as gay people. And she makes about, through her GoFundMe, about $26,000 a year. That's poverty wages. Yeah. So... I'm not saying that you now owe whatever you gave that you can spend. Actually, you can't spend your money on what you want. You're no longer allowed. Nope. You now owe double whatever you put in for this to her. So that we can at least, we don't have so that we can at least match. No, it, it boils my blood. So go, go online and Google Miss Major Survival Fund and put at least 100 bucks in there if you gave money to those dipshit billboards right now. That is a thing that you can do that will have genuinely more material benefit than like 
it is a, a simply a better do you want to be part do you want to feel like you were doing activism do you want to feel like you are doing your part for the lgbt no community? they don't because here's the thing they actually i think the legends of tomorrow fandom maybe they don't actively hate the person the people doing the billboards that are left i don't know if they actively hate the lgbt community but they sure as shit hate the um lgbt community of color they remind me of that one tiktok post i saw it was like not even a video. It was like a screen cap of the video. They were like, not all lesbians look like this. And it was a picture of a random butch woman who I would 100% rather throw my lot in with. Can't stress this enough. Yep. Backbone of our society. Versus like these two, like, who I'm sure are very, like, very nice. But they're like, and sometimes lesbians look like this. And it's just two, like, attractive women kissing like fish. And it's like, listen. Mm -hmm. Listen. When you sound like that, I don't care. I, I can't. Like, you, you have to become a better person. You can you. You can be gay and annoying. God knows we almost all are, but you cannot be gay and hate other gay people without me wanting to kick your fucking teeth in. I mean, you can hate other, but like not like that. Holland. Not like that. You, you know cannot I mean? hate in an assimilationist way. You can only hate in a liberation way, which is why I hate yeah, you people. Hate other gay people for being annoying. But like, you know, if you hate trans people who don't pass or butch women for being ugly and giving us a bad name or some shit, fuck you. The billboard thing is yeah, fucking ridiculous and kind of honestly deserves its own episode. Yeah. But so anyway, this episode is the one where they tried to um, unkill Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Eobard Thawn was there was so and good. immediately left when he realized Ray was no longer on the team. He did pretty much dip um, almost immediately. He brought up Ray, right? Am I insane? No. So basically... Ray is not brought up, but then in the flash, Eobard um is I guess Matt Eobard comes back briefly. Um and someone tells Oh, I think Barry gets a call from Nate. No, Barry gets a call from Ray, who told who was told by Nate that they had seen Eobard. Drums, I love it. Give and it can, I, can I just say? From the bottom of my heart, I know what we just said about gay people, but actually, I hate gay people. God. Um, retracting my previous statement. <laughs> it is a thing where it was like it was so nice to have Matt Eobard backwards. Like the flesh was the flesh is a hot fucking mess, but he he was such a delight as Eobard. Um, and it's always good to see him. Um, and he was really fun in this episode. Genuinely, I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh right, I actually do. I do remember. This is a very fun episode. Now, as much as we were just shitting yes. on Katie justifiably, I will say she gets some pretty good. It is the one thing where it's like her abhorrent personality aside. Knowing how to do your own stunts, knowing how to do physical comedy well, and mm -hmm. um, sort of handle all of the stuff they were doing during the right round sequence was genuinely really funny to watch. Like actually laugh out loud funny. And it is a benefit that she knows how to do her own stunt work and does know how this kind of stuff works. That's about the, that's about, that's all you're getting out of me, but it was a really good sequence. Um, this was also the episode that Maisie directed and you can tell Maisie had a lot of fun directing it. Yeah. It's the episode where Ava gives Gwen the love is love speech. Oh God. I can't believe, I forgot that was in this episode too. Jesus fucking Single-handedly setting back the gay rights movement 50 years. People are dying. They're sending bomb threats to children's hospitals now. And you people want to do the love is love speech. It's like, no, I need you to actually start fighting people with bricks. Kids are in Remember danger. when they I threw votes at the police at Stonewall? Mm-hmm. 
You need to be like that one old man who apparently just stepped outside, saw people were throwing bricks at cops, and went, okay, and started throwing bricks at cops. It was the only straight person that was arrested at Stonewall. Oh, God bless. I mean, honestly. That kind of Alice shit right now. None of this love is love shit. We're, we're, sorry, I know this is a ding-dong podcast, but like, God damn it, I'm so... Well, I mean, we can get into, here's the thing, this is actually a fun enough episode they're getting into how, and it was also amazing to direct an episode. Yes. So we have to both, when we talk about, when we talk about Spooner coming out as ace, we have to talk about what Legends does, but also how Legends is disingenuous. Mm. But that's a Legends problem, that's not a Maisie problem. Oh, not at all. Um, Nate looked uncomfortably good this episode. Of course. That was, uh, there were those three people that kept making fun of the legends where we were like, is that us? Yeah, this was the episode where they had those people where I was like, this is like a really uncomfortable, like it's, in any other context on any other show, I wouldn't think much of it. But because this is such a small show with such a small niche fan community, I am a little concerned. It did feel a little pointed. I am not happy about it. <laughs> my quick question is do you think we'd turn around and end up rooting for you guys and eventually dying for you in real life because it's never gonna it happen. happen one of us is still standing remember this lesson <laughs> you tried to teach us that friendship uh i guess between your stupid show and us and this stupid podcast will um eventually win the day and now you're canceled and uh still we're still here so what did you learn okay what we learned like, truly, just the thing where I guess they were trying to also do, like, it was so weird. I guess it's just, where, if I remember right, they were trying to do, like, a generational, like, they were, like, these are the old, weird, like, dumb, like, we're cooler. We're, like, yeah. young and hip. And I'm, like, is this you guys being weirdly insecure about being in your 40s or something? Because it's, like. And that's not my fault. It's, like, truly, it's, like, all right, I don't need too much of it. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was the style at the time. Like, it's like, you're not actually, like, it feels weird because it's like, yeah, most of the legends were in their 30s. Like, not in a way where they ever felt like, like, nothing about their time, excuse me, time traveling techniques felt in any particular way, like, traditional. And since the show seemed to actively thrive on the fact that they were, and to their credit, genuinely doing some stuff that's fairly unorthodox for time traveling shows, I don't understand why they would then also, um have an episode where all of the main characters are viewed as like washed up old fogies where it's like does that word mean something different now right now well because they're weird yeah they're not like they're weirdos have you ever <laughs> seen them without that stupid hat <laughs> yeah I they guess. don't fit in i'm just like it was yes because i'm i guess that's part of it it was just such an odd choice um especially because it would have been so easy <laughs> to treat them as like greenhorns who don't know anything about how fixed points work and it's like oh you might be able to have changed some small events here and there or, oh you guys were the ones that did hell of a Troy. big deal this is the archduke franz ferdinand you can't change this fixed point in history like that would have been way easier and would have fit more i can if i shift into a maximum overdrive i mean technically that's what happens <laughs> i knew i, I know, the turbo. I um i mean so this episode didn't introduce fixed points which were a really Cool idea. Yeah. That will never be brought up again. We've had other fixed points, um, but they've never been like quite as plot relevant. And it's a fairly mm -hmm. common trope in time travel fiction. 
which is how they get away with the inevitable, oh, why don't they just go back in time and stop the... Because, like, it's basically... We only have a few up. years, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it, it's there because because shut up and because this isn't fully okay. actually alternative history fiction. Um, Did I just kill that joke? Yeah, oh, just like you. My Actually, my voice is doing better a little bit. I don't know if it sounds fully great. Um, I still can't really sing, which is kind of... I mean, We I, saw My Chemical Romance on... Um, I mean, I Saturday, uh, Sunday. I drove in the in the. I was like, I flew out of work, drove up to New York, flew right to the concert venue. Genuinely, absolutely fantastic. Um, start to finish, just so fucking good. Um, I did scream myself hoarse, so <laughs> my voice is. I did kind of. I did sound a little bit like uh, Alistair. It was. It was. It was rough the first couple days. I'm sort of leveling it off now. I so. can't koala bear. I can't koala bear. <laughs> Watch my lips. Really? Also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna cut this part out. Of course. But just for the, <laughs> the inappropriate <laughs> corner. No, that's all staying in. Oh, God damn it. For the inappropriate corner. What's up? I want you, I sent you something in our, in our one-on-one. I, I didn't mean, I kept getting confused between what our group chat and what our one-on-one was. Oh, no, you're fine. If you just, if you just want to look at what I just sent you, what I sent you last night. What? Fantastic. All right. That's fair. And I also reread it and I was like, I must have written this when I was tired as hell because this is terrible. I'll, I'll re edit it. It'll be fine. You're fine. Ari forced me to get in. Well, actually, Ari didn't force me to get into DD, but I, not DD, Jesus Christ. No, Fire Emblem. But as I started, that. as I started getting into Fire, as I started experimenting with Fire Emblem, Ari was like, I have some harder stuff. make it sound like it's i mean not sylvain sylvain is my precious baby boy i mean listen i think i may have even talked about this when the game first came out because we were still doing the podcast when this fucking game came out i'm like i genuinely i think we will never leave so much it's because i never expected to ever because i fucking hated virion because it's so easy to miss his tragic backstory and it doesn't actually impact that much of how he interacts with 99% of his supports. So he's just a fucking annoying. And then you meet Sylvain, who is so deeply and profoundly pathetic and fucked up and self-loathing. And, like, a complete and utter deconstruction of that annoying, like, womanizer kind of trope that Fire Emblem occasionally did and a lot of other anime flirt with. That I was like, I love you. There's just nothing. You are, I think, the closest any Fire Emblem character has come to becoming Patrick Bateman. And if so, congratulations. People hate to see a girl boss win. Well, he's the male, God forbid, women do anything. I'm a feminist the way my dick sticks up for women. I mean, yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's, um, also because a new Fire Emblem game dropped, and it's one of those things where it's like, I'm hoping, it's, it almost feels like, it looks cute, it looks goofy, it looks like, I'm like, if it's, let me put it this way, Awakening was dumb, and stupid and blunt but everybody was having a good time they were clear they were they thought it would be the last fire emblem game so they threw every single trope they wanted to put in there it felt like a love letter to all the dumb and goofy shit of the franchise the racism with the plagian people was really bad but unfortunately fire emblem games have almost always had this problem except for the telius games so it's okay we patched that out of ingrid we did patch that out of ingrid so i guess they learned their fucking lesson question mark but like awakening was stupid but it wasn't convoluted it was a very simple like boy meets boy boy kills dragon boy is dragon kind of story not a big deal 
Faith was also stupid, but Faith also had the sin of being so fucking convoluted, goddamn fucking summoning, summoning, summarizing the plot makes you feel like you're a fucking lunatic. It's the worst fucking thing. Even if some of the individual characters are good, the plot is like a fucking, like trying to hold a bunch of like wriggling fucking rats in your fucking hand while they're like squirming around and trying to bite the shit out of your fingers. Like just, just an absolute nightmare of a fucking plot. This game, what is it, Fire Emblem Engage, I think? It looks like it's just going to be dumb and stupid and fun and blunt. I'm fine with that. I'm hoping we get... every You can, you can get a three houses every single Fire Emblem. They can't all be three houses, because if it was all three houses, it wouldn't really be Fire Emblem. You need a couple of dumb and blunt, stupid games before someone goes, hey, what if we got our shit together for a couple games? And that's when you get shit like Radiant Dawn or Path of Radiance or Genealogy of the Holy War or Three Houses. Um which are really the only Fire Emblem games with, like, an actual intense and thoughtful story. Binding Blade and Blazing Blade. I really, but... I really need you to look at the thing I just put in the chat with you and Mia. Okay, hold on. Sorry. I gotta... I have to, I have to be having this recording on Chrome for some fucking reason, so I keep jumping back and forth. Um, Binding Blade and Blazing Blade are fine, but... Oh, my God. You are... <laughs> it should have been... It should have been... Uh, the second one should have been Time Skip Dimitri, but it's, it's still really fucking good. The fact that he's supposed to look like Leonardo... He does... And, like, I wasn't, like, now that I see it, I can't unsee it, and it does really fucking haunt me. I really try to keep him and Matthias mentally separate, but you know. You can't! Like, there is a lot of Matthias and Dimitri, honestly. And vice versa. Just because they both have, like, it's like there is- There's a lot of Nina. There's a lot of Sylvain and Nina. That's unfortunate. Um, that's deeply unfortunate. True, but unfortunate. Um... Sylvain is like if Nina and Wylan somehow accidentally made an Avalanche baby, which is when two of you kind of, which is when you essentially have a baby by uh, God just going whatever and getting one of you pregnant. That's the only time the stork actually comes into play. If it looks at two people who would never possibly have sex together in their lives and goes, I want to see what happens if I smack their genetics together regardless, then that's when you get the stork. Chubby stretching, chubby stretching, chubby kitchen. really mad that we're not paying attention to her, so she came over to sit on me. Oh, she's coming. Last night, I, I had the pleasure of telling my D&D group, because they were talking about, oh, right, House of the Dragon is happening now, so let's sprinkle in some relevance. Sure. By a couple things. Number one, if you expect me to actually release new episodes every Saturday, that's on you. Second of all, if you expect it just because this is a shorter episode for us to stay on topic. Absolutely not. That's on you a second well, time. To be fair, again, if we're, I assumed you were just going to cut out the pauses and shit. We can probably still slap this up Saturday. Whatever. You, again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it. I'll edit it tomorrow morning. Yeah. As you're lucky, you're even getting an episode, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, and so a couple thoughts on House of the House, H-A-U-S, of the Dragon. Um, Matt Smith is a great guy to play an inbred fucking weirdo, I guess. Well, there's that. But also, how dare you make, how dare you on Virginia Cleo's television give me blonde incest people that aren't that great to look at? Yeah. Does she mean nothing to you? That's so unfortunate. I was and like. So I had the distinct pleasure of telling the D&D group yesterday that um, Shell, who I don't even know if she listens to this podcast, but hey girl, shout out. Hey. Um, has mentioned that Callahan is like perfect for a VC Andrews protagonist. And that is because Virginia, of course, always pictured herself as the woman in it because she's insane. Of course. Because she was hospitalized many times in high school for being too beautiful. 
She's too, her hair is too glossy. It's too bouncy. Yeah, but like, but like, imagine believing that and going to the hospital. <laughs> because there's better, I mean, I think she actually there's probably was. Go to the fucking hospital, I guess. I think she probably was quite sick, but that seems to be what she believed her disease was. Of course. Listen, whatever the fuck gets you through the day, I guess. I will say, Flowers in the Attic has the rare distinction of, and I could not have been more than nine years old. Because I was still, because it was, I was at my grandparents' house because my aunt was also living with my grandparents at the time. And, like, my mom was, I was reading Stephen King by, like, 10, 11. So I didn't really get books censored for me as a kid. No one really gave a shit. Flowers in the Attic mm-hmm. is the only book that my mom saw me reading and actively, like, spiked out of my hands like a volleyball. So, because my aunt gave it to me and she's like, absolutely fucking not. Which is just fantastic the one line that was drawn but there is also something so deliciously petty to me of like we've had this whole fandom shift banging on and on about how like no one wants to talk about your gross ships blah blah blah. and it's like okay so meanwhile the show that hbo is forcing us all at gunpoint to talk about because they want the game of home thrones hyped back is almost exclusively in- it's literally about the incest dynasty the <laughs> one thing that is it- and i want to say I hate that for all of us because you're going to come on on Twitter.com and you're going to blow your incest load on a ship involving Matt Smith. Yeah, and it's really unfortunate. And I saw someone who genuinely like was reviewed as like Matt Smith gives a great performance, and I'm like, I'm sure he does, but like, I don't care. It's just a thing where it's like, I just aren't we all supposed to be be like? It's just like I, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Arthur Darvel seems to like him, but just like my God, he looks like the fucking the dude the, the Stewart the second the one Habsburg dude with the fucking like shriveled fucking kidneys or whatever the hell like i just listen i have it on good authority that allegedly um arthur darville and matt smith have mm, explored each other's bodies i would not be surprised because they're both later people um just just horny and desperate for attention which is a great combo kid theater kids just giving each other hand jobs in black box theaters look at what covid took from us (laughs) but like we used to be a country, real we used to country. Be a proper country. But like, it is a thing where it is just very funny to me that like it's just not a non-issue. Um, but I'm 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 like I haven't seen anything about any of the dragons yet, and that's really the only thing I'm interested in. So I will have to wait. wait my judgment will have to wait until I actually see the dragons. Hopefully, they spent a lot of money on. The All dragons. right. Speaking of incest, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, speaking of um, products of incense, Archduke Franz Ferdinand is actually a pretty good transition, all things considered. Thank you. Um, so I actually think as a fixed point, he's a fun choice because he's like, it's so, it's so distant from our current political reality, or it feels distant mm-hmm. from our current political reality. Obviously, everything is connected, but like, you know what I mean? It's an event that is so, it, it's an event, like, it's a thing where it's like, there's not a lot of historical events you can point to as genuinely that definitive of like a Kickstarter where the honest answer is the, the world war one was going to happen in some way, shape or form. We were just revving up to that point. Eventually. Um, Look, Even if it had maybe sort of started as simple, like skirmishes that eventually morphed into a full all out war. But like the assassination was such a pitch perfect, like shock an awe kind of kickoff that it just works really it works really well as a fixed point to explore in this context 
It is actually good. I also thought the costumes of the people of the Archduke and his wife were actually really fun. Yeah. And Legends doesn't usually get fun costumes. No, I think actually I do remember that the wardrobe for this episode really was quite good. I hope you like this wardrobe. You're about to see it 80 times. I mean, yeah. Director Gas, director Zack Snyder guest stars on Friday's episode of Cartoon Network series Teen Titans Go. What? I'm sick and tired of being alive. What? 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 Girl, what? Yeah, you heard me. You fucking heard me. Oh my god, I am looking at Tomas. Tomas, I am petting the chubby. I mean, first, my, in my, in my, I was like, Teen Titans Go is still running? Yeah, yeah, that was my actual first thought as well. And then my second thought is, what? Why? Yeah, and my immediate, Grandpa, your hearing aids are switched off. Just a sec, I think my hearing aids are switched off. What? But, like, it's so, well, I mean, we're, DC has not quite hit the, my God, we're all living through the death of culture, let's kill ourselves, as fully and to the hilt as Marvel has, but that is not for lack of trying. Let's, I guess, I mean, let's pretend like we're going to stand, let's, what else even really happened this episode? Well, guess what? I'm asexual. Uh, yeah, that kind of was how it felt, huh? Well, here's the thing. Since this episode has aired, I have had more discussions with, like, friends of mine who are ace or, like, watchers of the show who are ace. And it's like, I everybody loves Spooner, and that's great, but they have pointed out, like, you can tell that people who weren't a, actually ace wrote this because, like, Ace is not, like, just end of sentence. And so, like, I mean, there's absolutely, you're absolutely able to identify as Ace, but it's like, Legends clearly slapped this on and was like, okay, there we go. We did it. Queerness achieved. Or it's like, they also, one, did it because they wanted Spooner to not be able to be in a relationship That's with That's the big Astra, one. It's, it's is, in the context of a television show, it is very interesting capital i that a show mm -hmm. that we have proof that they cut a kiss between two women of color um already suddenly decided that the chemistry between two more women of color was something they were going to have to swerve away from and they couldn't do another kiss thing and then cut it because they learned from the zarly kiss thing that they're like fuck the truth you know it'll get out eventually so someone probably Maisie is literally directing this episode. Yeah, like I'm like I'm assuming if if because like hypothetically if they had filmed the kiss or confession, I'm like Maisie probably would have gone to the mat as best as they could have to fucking do something for it. Um, and so it's a thing where it's like it is okay to be like, while ace people are underrepresented on television, and while real ace people are obviously not quote unquote faking or stealing or doing any of the sort. It is important to recognize in the way that this show has always handled queerness and characters of color uh, to be like, it's pretty suspicious that that's where you guys decided to be like, actually, Spooner is ace. So all of that romantic chemistry that they've been feeling. Especially given how many ace lesbians I know. Exactly. It's like it should have been. And it's a thing where it's like, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Because now we can do sour grapes all day into the sunset of oh, well, maybe they would have done more than season seven. Maybe she still would have been in a relationship with Astra anyway. And it's like, well, one, it didn't shake out that way. So, and two, it's sort of like, if that had been their intent from the start, she could have been like, well, I'm not interested in anybody sexually, but there's a couple of people I have feelings for. There's a couple of people I'm, you know, like, it's like, 
obviously people who are asexual and aromantic genuinely exist. However, since they didn't specify that she's also aromantic, and the fact that this show is already pretty hostile to depictions of queerness from its characters or actors of color, um, pardon me if I'm not... Can I actually say something? Yes. I'm going to say two things. Okay. And the first thing I'm going to say to this is, like, this is not on Maisie or on... Not at all. Uh, um, and I do think that the saving grace of this is, I think, that um, Maisie really filmed it in a way that felt authentic. Oh, yes. And meaningful. And I, I'm glad that they did that, and I'm glad that they put their view into it. Um, and that was a really sort of beautiful welcoming of Spooner into a queer community because Maisie, like, directed the episode. Yes. Um, that being said, um, I did say earlier, and, like, listen, this is not actually related to, it's correlation with the fact that Miss, you guys have not given any money to Miss Major. Yes. It's not causation because genuinely, I don't think you, enough of you know who she is. Um. But, like, Legends of Tomorrow fans really do hate queer identities that do not fit into Avalanche. And this includes um, transgender people, but we should especially put the lens on queer people of color um, when we discuss this, because, I mean, this is not something that Legends, that the Legends fans that are remaining that are, you know, doing the billboards, paying the money to go to Klexicon, all of this shit. They did not invent this concept, but they are certainly using We're it in a way that they feel to their own advantage. Um, which is basically that your identity is a commodity and that if someone has more identities than you, they are of more value. And because there is no real activism happening, um, they rely on the commodity of identity to be their form of activism. So they're going to put up little pictures of Spooner being ace, but they will never actually include Lizeth as a full and available party, they don't have any critical understanding of queer identity and they don't want any because that might diminish. Because these are not just like young kids. A lot of like adults are the ones giving them money. And it just becomes so transparent that it, it makes me like, you know, how you see all of the what legends would have been in the future content when Phil clearly said that like, it was going to be more about Zari taking charge, and Zari is the one who took the time courier. It's all just like, here's how everybody would baby this gross little Avalanche child. And it's like, no, Phil was very clear. They were probably getting written off. They're done. Like, you have your kid. You can go. The good, the good Sarah Lance that I invented Sarah Lance in would my brain this. would 100% fucking yeet that child right in the fucking baby realm. Um, See, the good Sarah Lance is the one who's like, oh my god, Ava got me pregnant through kissing because I didn't have to use birth control with her. woman, and so honestly implying otherwise transphobic, and they're like, alright, okay, whatever. Um, sure. That's exactly, that's literally word for word what she said, and Ava is like, that's, you know what, I've been letting her go with it. That's on me, you know what, that is on me. Um, but I should have gotten that vasectomy when I had the chance. Um, that's what the cyborg stuff is for. But like, okay, so all of 
like genuinely from a purely cynical level like they would not have been able to have hypothetically stayed on the imaginary show because like children on tv cannot like you you have them for about five minutes that's why the Olsen twins got so big is they could just swap like them out for one character so they were able to do more acting per like character um like there's not a chance in hell they would have been able to have a baby and continue to be on the show meaningfully unless they fucking threw the kid into the fucking time break like it Listen, I will say there is a double standard of like working moms and all of oh, this. Yeah, but we're just and, talking. And, like, that this is, is completely true. This is a this is a. But Avalances and the people who were endorsing the Avalance baby, um, do not understand this or care about this in the slightest. Yeah, no, and this is. Um, and, and we're not having intelligent conversations related to no, it. Not at all. And it is a thing where it's like, um, um, you know, personal headcanons and stuff aside. Obviously, you still have to kind of watch the thing of like yeah. making not making every character of colors in like suddenly re- like any. If the only time you're thinking about the characters of color on the show is when and how they would interact with the white child of your two favorites, um, reconsider. Put some uh, no, and it's homophobic for you to say so. Yeah, and yeah, that's all right. I'll take that. I'll t- yeah, sure. Um, I'll <laughs> but it is a thing where it's like, yes, obviously in terms of headcanons, like, yeah, of course you like, well, of course they could still stay on the show. But just like from a purely like, if this had even ever hypothetically gotten made, and thank God it didn't, because then people would be like, why did they write them off the show? Why do they hate women? And the honest answer is because it's like fucking having babies on TV shows is next to fucking impossible. You guys said, remember how you guys said they're writing the show for those kinds of, those fans? And I said, you better pray you're talking about me and Ari because otherwise that's the most mask off racist you assholes have ever been. Yeah, seriously. Holy shit. Because it's like, if it's just about two mean bitches who run a podcast, I mean. And guess what? They were writing season seven for us. It was to please us. And that last interview <laughs> Phil gave essentially confirmed the to be for me. Monty Python. I know we're not just, but they did the fucking, we've literally been talking about this for years about how funny it would be if they just fucking did a holy grail ending and they did by accident but still isn't that the only way it could have happened technically even without the thing of being canceled they chose to write an ending where they all ended up getting arrested like even if it was just supposed to be a cliffhanger we did get it i am calling it so fucking much um i mean and it's a huge problem and like i think to be fair Legends of Tomorrow fans. Um, it is not the only fandom that has a problem with treating um, characters of color like um, auxiliary or like they are only accessories to the white main character. Um, every single person I have seen essentially who has watched a league of their own on Amazon has done this, like where they're too busy being focused on um, Darcy Carden's character, who is literally like a side character. Versus the fact that there is a black lead who gets as much time as the girl from Broad City who also has a black love interest. And it's like, oh, okay, so why wasn't she all over my timeline? And it's like seeing just... Also because they were very weird with the one Jewish character they had, which is just not something I'm crazy about. And then I see non-Jewish characters being like, look at this Jewish character like non-Jewish people being like, look at this Jewish character. And I'm like, I talked about this with people and we don't actually like this. I genuinely have not seen a league of our, I've, I've seen like a couple, I think there's a character named Luke. Like, I don't actually know. I've seen, I've seen it occasionally. So I actually really can't weigh in on this one. Cause I've only seen it a couple of times on my dash. 
Um, but I'm like, listen, I don't even have to watch the show to know. Like, this is a studied and addressed phenomenon. It's a thing that happens in fandom time and time again. It's not necessarily... It's one of those things where it's a disease of fandom, not any individual person. However, it is your responsibility as an individual person to check whether or not you are continuing to perpetuate it. Um, it's gonna, it, it is unfortunate reality that it happens, and we have to recognize that it happens because of individual actions, but these individual actions are guided by root causes of racism. So the honest answer is all these people who shipped Ava Lance, and we're really only into this show to ship Ava Lance, We'll find a new show to do this with, and we'll continue to ignore characters of color as they exist, because, <sighs> you know? I mean, actually, uh, my friend Algie was just telling me that someone in the podcasting community. Oh, God. Not Jonathan Sims, though, so we're going to count that one as a victory. We're going to count this one as a victory for old Johnny Sims. Thank God. Um, Was looking for someone to voice a black female character that he used uh, he described as um sassy oof and everyone's like well he's british and they i'm like first and foremost we're all watching the same television so that's not gonna fly with me and then in the discord his friends were like well calling him racist gave him a panic attack and he's autistic and i'm like so are you and i i mean that's one of those things where i'm like yes i hello hi also autism um yeah i i you know it's a thing where it's like i will say this you can genuinely, as an autistic person, have a very, like, strong sense of morals and things like that and feel like, you know, like, when those morals are, like, and especially when you're the one who who fucked up in whatever your moral standards are, it can feel genuinely really shitty. How, and I'm not saying that, like, if you do something like that and then have a panic attack because you fucked up big time, it doesn't negate you having fucked up big time. And it's okay to need to take a step back from it, but that also doesn't mean, like, completely denying that you've caused any harm. Um, where it's, like, I I was wake up. I'm not gonna deny that this guy probably did have a panic attack about it, but at the same time, it's like you have to acknowledge the harm your comments caused, apologize, and then genuinely take a step back, um, and not make your panic attack everyone else's problem because you cannot let that be the thing that then defines the narrative because then it'll turn into people going. Even if you genuinely care about not being racist, because if you're like, I had a panic attack about this, oh god, then people who don't care about being racist or people who are actively trying to stir up shit um or harass fans of color or people who just generally don't like when stuff like that happens will turn it into see what these evil s jews did to this innocent creator who spoke out of this is cancel culture in action where it's like if you genuinely give a shit you have to be aware of these kinds of dynamics and you have to be willing to um acknowledge the harm you've caused and if that you know as as if you take a step back afterwards for your own benefit um that's fine you know that's that's a necessary thing but like you cannot make your reaction to your fuck up the thing that drives the conversation so i mean what i meant to factor in here is just like the idea that basically it's treated like it is worse to be because again, yeah, which is all this is modification of identity. It's worse to be racist. It's it's than... worse to be called racist than actually do the bad yes, thing. Thank you. That's what I meant to say. Where it's like, yeah, that's, and that's part and parcel of this. I'm like, I just want to say, like, as white people, if you're not actively looking for this in your own behavior all the time, then you're contributing to the problem. And if you fuck up because no one human being is perfect, that's fine. But you have to acknowledge the fact that you fucked up. 
Um, and you have to be, and like this is also a thing where it's like, what is Kiwi Farm? Okay. This part you can actually keep in because I guess I'll explain Kiwi Farms to anyone who might not know about it. So I think I've explained to you, um, um, and her whole yeah. fucking thing. Um, yeah. and the fact that it turns out when you make the entire internet Truman show the shit out of a human being, that psychologically destroys them. Um, usually not great on the whole. Um, so because of the whole Sonichu thing and because of the fact that the internet decided to basically en masse stalk this person, a wiki was formed that was called CWCville. Um, it was shortened when people were talking about it to something that was basically pronounced as Quickie, which eventually sort of bastardized into Kiwi and then became Kiwi Farms, um, which was effectively a site that existed to dox trans people for the most part, especially trans women, um, activists they didn't like. Um, it was basically... It was it was a hate group. It was it was a, it was a group of just hateful sons of bitches who doxed people, who made them lose jobs, move out of their homes. Um, they tried to swat the whole thing with Keffels is they tried to apparently swat like um. Mm -hmm. So Kiwi Farms is pretty much the scum of the fucking earth. Um, it after Eight Chan moved over to Eight Coon and lost a lot of traffic because of it. Thank God. Um, Kiwi Farms was kind of one of the last vestiges of like. The really ugly nat and like listen, I know Twitter is bad. 4chan was worse. Kiwi Farms it was worse. HN was worse. Like people whose entire lives basically were spent wallowing in like the filth and the worst of humanity. So it was a pretty bad website. We have three trans people who can be pretty conclusively linked to their information, faces, names, places of employment, addresses, what have you. Family members as well. Um, their addresses, names, and places of employment and such were also spread on this website. Um, and it was really fucking bad. Um, it's genuinely a good thing that it's gone. It is a net positive. Um, it was a horrible website that was only used to harm people. Um, and I don't care about, like, I... Like, for the tolerant left. Pretty much. And it's like, it's a thing where it's like, yeah, it is good when websites like this get taken down. It is objectively a good thing. People had to literally die for mm. this to get taken down. So we did it, question mark. But so the part, the, the part that- uh, Mission accomplished. Yeah, mission, uh, genuinely and unsarcastically this time, mission accomplished. It's nice to get a, a, just a net positive win every so often. Like, well, play stupid, again, truly hate to keep using it, but seriously, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Um, but like, yeah, truly it's a thing where it's like, yeah. And then like in cases like this, like that's when it's more complicated and nuanced, but yeah. Kiwi Farms thing is a net positive. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with the episode, but like it is, it is genuinely a good thing when stuff like that happens. You know, you take the wins where you can get. Oh no, does oh no wait no that's just the light shining off the thing. I was a little worried. Um, but yeah, um, we talked a little bit the physical comedy stuff again. Right round was a great choice because it genuinely took me to to jump back into flailing to desperately try to actually cover things that happened in the episode. This was the episode where Earbard got stabbed and decided to die as gaily as possible, right? No, that's that's the next episode. Okay, never mind. Next episode. We'll save that for the next episode. And then apparently he didn't even actually die. Of course he didn't. Of course. Because, because he went to go terrorize the like He got poked! And it was like, ugh. It's like, girl. Ray, Ray's definitely not hanging out with you, right? No, he moved in with Nora. Okay, I'm oh, dead. I'm, for real. I'm definitely dead. dead. I'm out. I have had it. And, um... You know what I've had? It. <laughs> it. <laughs> but it is a thing where it's like... 
uh excuse me um where like i did genuinely really love that part of the episode because i remember sitting on my couch and i was sitting next and i went are they fucking doing right round and it took me a couple of seconds and like it's so well it's such a great i love when music is used really well in like movies or tv Mm -hmm. um if you have it's not just about having the right song it's about how you set the scene to it and how you score it and so like door i just it was it was genuinely really really good also i love that we're not even like well first of all cancel culture isn't a thing that being said joanne does read all of your negative takes and they do bother her i love an entire book about posting through it which is fantastic like it's like i love that we're like cancel culture isn't real and also you guys are doing it wrong it's truly a thing where it's like i am genuinely i don't really like the whole like oh we should bring back bullying kind of shit it's bad it's it's bad no no we shouldn't fuck you but like it's genuinely a thing where it's like no bullying is like not even for funny hide like no i don't care however in the one example of bullying the shit out of a terminally online turf who has enough money to live in a fucking castle then it's not bullying that's just punching up where it's like no we don't need to quote unquote bring back bullying or whatever because one we've never actually really stopped doing it you guys just found new ways to be mean to autistic kids and two um it's not bullying if it's a millionaire who can't billionaire sorry who can't write for shit um and decide to write a novel that is longer than infinite jest about being owned online could not like just this is what happens when you cut editors out of your life how that is oppression genuinely you know what if there's any lesson to take away from fucking anything it's that you need to have an editor i don't care how fucking famous or how well your books are you have to have an editor or you will, you will just, it makes you write better because it tells you no every so often. Sometimes you have to try to do, with, like, you have to have someone going over your shoulder going, and prayers, girl, what? Like, fuck. Thoughts and prayers, girl. It's so fucking much. Like, oh, God. Um... I think we talked about legends enough in this. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. No more or less than usual. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we t- we talked about the Spooner thing being ace, you know, we talked about, where it's like, again, with the show kind of being, like, the, with the show done, it's more, I guess, important that we cover, I guess, like, the fandom stuff that happened around it at this point. Um, but like, Well, yeah, because it's like, we don't have to interact with these people in the future, and so... Oh, I got nothing but time, babe. I got fucking... Let's rip them to shreds. Yeah. Where it is a thing where it's like, you know, um... Oh, hi, sir. My cat just honked at me. He has three minutes left until he starts to, until it's food time. And I know this because he's circling the bowl like he's fucking Jaws. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, genuinely, I do remember this. I'm actually like, oh, you know what? I might go back and rewatch the next episode in, ahead of time to to actually like remember what the fuck happened. Um, maybe we'll fucking see. But like, did really like this episode i genuinely do remember that there is a lot of fun and there's something very quintessentially legends about like impossible task meets dumbest team on planet earth like the 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 dumbest team alive like these are people who would argue about how many days are in a week until the fucking sun went out and like i love that a potential a huge waste of a great plot point would have been we have we rotate the zargus every twenty four hours simply so we could have the days of the week argument. Oh, that would be so fucking fun! Oh my god, 
That would have been fucking great. Um, you know, and like, look at us, people who, and I mean, I guess there's a part of me that's like, damn, it's kind of crazy that we can be giving good ideas for Legends of Tomorrow that we won't immediately see in the show next year. So there's at least that. <laughs> We're free. Soren, etc. You gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold and, them. And and baby, we folded them. And baby, you sure fucking folded. You folded hard. We, you folded, and we stay. We somebody walked away from the table, and it wasn't us. Um, somehow inexplicably, we're still here. But like, it is a thing that I do love. Alexa, play. I'm still standing. Just kidding. I don't have an Alexa because those things listen to you. Turn it yeah. off. Take it out of your home. Totally. You have to. Like it, those. Don't 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 literally let. Don't pay for the privilege of being spied on. Jesus Christ. Is there any other weird lefty stuff we can impart on these people before we go? I mean, I'm technically, I'm trying so fucking hard to use this weird, like, margina marginalia, what's it called? Search.marginalia.nu. I'm trying so hard to, I, it is surprisingly hard to find a deliberate and, like, well-structured archive of, like, Barbie dolls. Like, here's this collection. It came out in this yeah, Ari just keeps sending me very upsetting okay, websites. Okay, the Barbie Tarot thing was really fucking cool. You have to admit, the other one was deeply upsetting, and I don't know how. I literally just Googled Barbie collection. I don't know how that happened. I am also literally looking at something. I have, I have searched the internet, Barbie archive. One of the first site responses that comes up is title, Barbie niece, archive by permission only, rating, strong R for language and implications of same-sex interaction. And I'm just like, what happened? What happened? Did you say did you say knees like on your body That's or like knees? knees on my body? And I'm just like, okay, I don't know. First off, incidentally, you know what? We'll turn this into a brief lefty thing. The whole like further. Oh wait, hold on. My cats are going crazy for the food. <laughs> I think the chubby beat him to it. Um, like this is the content y'all missed. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. But it is a thing where it's like incidentally the very existence of like queer content in fix used to automatically make people bump up the ratings or you would get yelled at for not warning for it or shit like that. Like, for the fucking record, incidentally, before we all get too fucking fresh, um, like, we actually still have a long way to go and Ava Lance is not going to save us. Anyway, I am trying so fucking hard to find a complete collection of, like, doesn't have to be fully complete, but just something like mylittlewiki.org, which is like really a really, really, really good My Little Pony resource where it's like, here's this line. Here's the year it came out. Here's all the ponies that came in it. Here are alternative variants of these ponies, if any exist. Blah, blah, blah. For whatever fucking reason, despite Barbie being like the toy for decades, I can't find a good fucking list of here's these Barbies. There's like one, but it's all in German and my computer tries to kill me whenever I run it because the website isn't formatted properly so it won't let me fucking scroll through and it's a pain in the ass. I am trying so fucking hard just so I can build a list of dolls I might conceivably want. One of the greatest crimes Germany's ever committed. Yeah. How is this happening? How is this happening? Just trying to find a list of Barbies that existed and trying so I genuinely hard. cannot believe that I don't know Alien Gary, what is the Holocaust? And then the show just ends, actually happened. Pretty much! And like... So that one's on me, I guess. I guess we did it. My god. I'm trying so fucking hard. But Tarazi is snuggling me. Okay. Well, it's 8 o'clock and you gotta go get your medication. Yeah, I do so. gotta go grab. Uh, I do gotta go grab my See you next week when we try to figure out whatever oh, happened in the episode after this one. terrible old website that is actually painful to look at. 
Um, okay. but it doesn't have any. It's it. It doesn't have any. Goddamn! It still doesn't have any fucking Barbie info. I fucking hate it here. Anyway, um, lesson learned: never love anything. Um, this show. One of us is still standing. Remember this lesson. That's all, folks. Have a good night. <laughs>